the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American right. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I haven't been to the mall in a very long time, and there's a, a pretty darn good reason for that. Uh, by the way, welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. On this Tuesday edition of the program, so I, you know, I back when I was in in high school, growing up in the nineteen eighties, uh, going to the mall was sort of like the thing you did. I mean, if you wanted to be cool, your mom would drop you off, and you would hang out with your friends at the mall. You would go over to the arcade, and you had all these quarters so you could play. You know, I don't know, Pac Man or space uh what is it asteroids back in the day uh frogger so there's a lot of stuff for kids to do and it was a good family-friendly wholesome place to go right Uh, but now uh nowadays you put your life in your uh, own hands when you go to the mall you never know when somebody's gonna uh, get upset because they didn't get uh what uh, 12 chicken nuggets and their chick-fil-a uh you know meal and they're gonna shoot up the joint so, uh, so anyway, I just don't go to the mall uh, that terribly. It's just not safe, you know what I mean? So now a lot of these uh, communities are doing the outdoor malls and uh, whatnot. So anyway, there is one mall that seems to be doing very well, though, the Mall of America. Uh, it is in Minnesota. And the Mall of America is a massive thing. They have like an amusement park in there. I mean, everybody who's been says it's pretty fascinating. I have never been, have no plans to go. So anyway, the other day, a guy is inside the Mall of America, and he's wearing a T-shirt, a bright yellow T-shirt that had a, had a word, had two words on the front of the shirt and a few words on the back. On the front of the shirt, this guy had a message that said, Jesus saves. And on the back of the shirt, he had another message that said, Jesus is the only way. I would agree with that. Anyway, he's walking around the store, the Mall of America, the shopping mall, and uh, he gets stopped by security. And so somebody started filming this encounter between the security guards and the guy wearing the the T-shirt that said, uh, Jesus, Jesus saves. And you know that coexist thing? Are you familiar with the coexist symbol? Uh, Typically, those are on electric automobiles right next to a Biden for President bumper sticker. Anyway, there was like a line drawn through the coexist on these. So he's trying to say there's only one way to get to to heaven. 
Uh, security guard said, uh, sir, you have to remove your shirt or you will not be allowed to shop at the mall. And uh, soon he was surrounded by security guards, and this was all videoed. Audio is not exactly clear. I didn't want to put you guys through that uh, in the lunch hour. But uh, I can basically uh, paraphrase what the guys were saying. Uh, The security guards said that they were offended by the message on the T-shirt. One of the security guards said that the man, by wearing the shirt, was actually breaking the mall rule against solicitation. (laughs) No, no, I'm, I'm serious. The mall policy forbids picketing, demonstrating, soliciting, protesting, or petitioning on the premises of the Mall of America. What are they? They need to rename the mall. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're not gonna let somebody walk around the mall wearing a, a Jesus Saves T-shirt, or remember back in, I remember back in the '90s, it was all the rage in the Christian churches to have the clever messages in the T-shirt. So it would be like a Budweiser can, but it wouldn't be a Budweiser can, and it actually said "Be Wiser" instead of Budweiser. <laughs> okay, maybe that's only the Baptist church tradition. So anyway. I mean, if they're going to do that, they may as well just rename that instead of the Mall of America, maybe the Mall of Fallujah or the Mall of Baghdad. So anyway, uh, they, they're giving the guy the what for and telling him that uh, he cannot wear that shirt in the mall. The, man, the security guard told the man, I'm giving you a couple of options. You can either take your shirt off and you can go to Macy's and you can do your shopping or... You could leave the mall. Well, those don't sound like very good options. Anyway, they went back and forth, and uh, it turns out that the mall said they finally did allow the man to continue his shopping. But a lot of Christians around the country, this story has sort of gone viral on social media, and a lot of Christians are very offended by this. And they say there's no way this should be happening in America. The guy has a right to free speech to wear that shirt and freedom of religion to practice his faith in the public place. Yes, but I will say that. I mean, the Mall of America is not a public place. It's a private mall. People are allowed to go and shop there. But, I mean, again, I just don't see what's terribly offensive about the T-shirt. Seems to me... Based on the number of crime reports coming out of the Mall of America, they should be more concerned about people walking in and shooting up the place. One pastor, a guy by the name of Chase Thompson, Pastor Chase, says that he should sue them into oblivion. This would not have happened anywhere in the U.S. until very recently, and it certainly would have happened if he'd had a pride shirt on and even 50 people complained. You know... I will say this, that pastor actually has a pretty good point. Do you think the mall would have banned people from wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt or a Pride t-shirt? You see, I don't think they would. I think they would have not only allowed it, they would have encouraged it. They would have told their security guards, take off your uniforms and support BLM and the LGBT alphabet people. That's what I think would have happened. And why is that? Because they're terrified of those people. The Christians, they know they can push around. Christians are a soft target. Anyway, uh, the latest now from the Mall of America, where you cannot wear a Jesus Saves t-shirt, the latest is that now a lot of shoppers are going to be showing up 
wearing Jesus T-shirts to, is sort of like a flash mob with clothing. I, I just I don't know. Anyway, do, do you do you have a problem with this? Does the mall have a right to set rules and regulations? I mean, they have the what? No shoes, no Jesus shirts, no. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Do they have do they have the right to set rules and regulations? But I think the broader question of is if you're going to have a rule like this, then you've got to apply it across the board, and you would have to ban the Pride T-shirts and the BLM T-shirts, and even the broader message. <laughs> What if somebody shows up with a Muhammad shirt? What do you do? It is Minnesota, you know. The Mall of Fallujah, indeed. All right, we got a great show for you, folks. A lot of great guests coming your way as well, uh, plus your calls. What did the mall screw up here? Did they were they right to ban this guy? And apparently they said there a couple of weeks before there was another incident where the guy was soliciting. So what does that mean? Was he handing out a gospel track? Was he out there? Was he out there wearing the shirt again? You know, they do that in the parks here in Memphis. You're trying to get your uh, you're, you're doing the, the laps and uh, out of the parks and people will come over and, and they want to, um you know, they want to give you something, uh, you know, a gospel track and. You're just trying to get out there and get your, you know, get your 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 steps in. But uh, does that annoy you uh, when you're at the mall shopping and somebody would come up to you and ask about your faith or or whatnot? But again, it is America, and faith is there in the public square. 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Seriously, though, all the things going on in the malls with the gangs, the mobs of kids that are looting and pillaging and plundering, and they're going after the guy with the Jesus T-shirt. This is the Todd Starnes Show. The Biden administration has caused a financial crisis, and they don't have a clue how to fix it, folks. Our economy is in trouble, and you need to take steps to protect yourself. Now, if all your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you're vulnerable. Gold is one of the best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your gold. It's real, it's physical, and it's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust for investing in gold. They can help you roll your retirement account into a gold-backed IRA where you still own the physical gold. They can also ship gold and precious metals safely and securely to your house. Did you know a million dollars worth of gold can fit in a shoebox? Call Legacy at 866-649-0304 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's 866-649-0304 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. All right. Hello, everybody. So we got a little update on the YMCA story yesterday. I don't know why I'm sort of in a giggly kind of mood today. I think somebody put something at a community coffee this morning. Anyway, we got an update on this YMCA story from yesterday. Got a message from a, a friend of mine who actually works for the YMCA of the Mid-South and says, Hey, Starnes. 
Uh, that's not how we do things here. Uh, talking about letting men into the uh, girls' locker room, apparently the policies, uh, I guess the local wives are allowed to uh, figure out their own policies. But in California, and we shared this story yesterday, a young lady, 17-year-old girl in the locker room, and she was taking a shower, and in walks a grown man, butt naked, and the YMCA actually rebuked the young girl and told her she was the one who had a problem. And I told you yesterday, it was um, th- this was a widespread issue. We've been covering this, and the these things are popping up, and we could we could bring them to you every day. But I don't, nobody wants to hear about that. Nobody wants to hear about a grown man butt naked converting in a girl's locker room at lunchtime. Nobody wants to hear that. So anyway, the good news, so good news for you people in, say, Memphis, Tennessee, where you don't have to worry about that. You just have to worry about getting shot on your way to the Y. But there's, there is an update. Now we've got a story out of Arizona. This is a transgender school board member. Uh, this is at the Liberty Elementary School District in Arizona. And there's some video posted on the libs of TikTok. And a biological woman is very upset because this transgender board member, a dude, was sure enough walking into the locker room at the local gym. And uh, we've, got some, we've got some audio on, um, on this story. Cut number seven. I am at the gym in Arizona. Who's undressing in the locker room, top off, bra off, and a pelvic slur was in the women's locker room. And he looked at me and he looked at my breasts and I have called the police. Until recently, he's used the men's locker room. So he agrees himself that he's a man. I have told the police that I was in the locker room. A man was in there. I was getting undressed. He looked at me. He is a man in the women's locker room, and the response is that this is a touchy, sensitive issue in society. Yep, there he goes, women's locker room. There's the man going in the women's locker room. Hope there's no one undressing in there. Hope there's no naked women in there. Since there's a man in the... Why isn't anyone warning the women? Just so everyone knows, he's not being arrested. We are at a point where we're catering to society instead of facts. This is alarming. Women's rights are being violated. And I'm not going to put up with it. So, Paul, if you're a female, why do you use the men's restroom sometimes and the women's restroom sometimes? That's a good question. Please stay away from Yes, politely, like I said. He will suffer no consequences for this. Now, did you notice Notice who they're getting on to? They're getting on to this lady, and good for you, ma'am. We don't know who she is. If we did, she'd be on the program because we need more ladies like her to stand up. And when you see these grown men in your bathrooms, in your locker rooms, you have the right to go and throw them out. Give them the heave-ho. That's what I said. What did she say? It was a touchy, sensitive. Yeah, you don't want to be uh, using those words around that crowd. Maybe we need, like, a men's locker room, women's locker room, pervy locker room how about that all right let's go to the phones here 844-747-8868 martin in las vegas uh wants to weigh in on this t-shirt guy martin what's going on well todd if he had uh 
battery-powered uh, 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 Jesus on his uh, T-shirt, I, I might I might take offense to that myself. But that's 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 not the issue. You said uh, they it's a it's not a public place. Of course, it's a public place. Any store you go into in America is a public place. And the point is, if they want to take him to court, like the preacher said, uh, that uh, mentioned, uh, you know, a suit that would, you know, uh, drown him in debt, uh, I would think that would be an, an option. And the other thing is, that's called a class action suit. They could make a class action suit against the uh, Mall of America, and they would win because their attorneys would not know what to say when the when the uh, when the when the, when it's brought into court that uh, you allow uh, these uh, freaks in, on the left to come in and, uh, you know, with their T-shirts, and you don't allow religious people to do the same. So I think they have a case, and uh, it would really, uh, it might even shut down that place. But, Martin, the, no, it is a private place, though. I mean, this is a mall, and they have rules and regulations governing conduct, and, and they're allowed to do right. that. Now, the issue is right. public accommodation, and maybe, right. maybe they could get them on that. Uh, but again, oh yeah, if, they if, could get they could get them easily, easily on on several issues, and I think that T-shirt thing is one of them. Uh, uh, you know, uh, like kids going to school with T-shirts that said "God bless America." Well, that's one of the issues. Uh, unfortunately, public schools have a have a handle on uh, on on the uh, on uh, with the courts, and they get away with uh, with uh, with uh, with, uh, uh, with uh, uh, that. They can uh, uh, they can't allow children to come into schools with t-shirts that says god bless america or something to that effect so i think i think the religious thing is is a is, is, is very important in this in, in any case in any case in in, in courts it's it's and, a fascinating uh, story martin and it's really sad because ultimately there's a lot of other crazy stuff people are wearing inside those malls and they're going after the guy wearing jesus on his t-shirt I want to know right. if I wish I would have been there. I would have just asked the security guards, "What's offensive about this T-shirt? Tell me, sir, what is offensive about this shirt?" No, you don't talk to them. I, I, I was a security guard in Las Vegas, and I still have my, I still have a card. Uh, no, the, the in Las Vegas, of course, they get away with things like that. That would be nothing in a casino. Uh, uh, the point is, uh, uh, in casinos, there's a lot of liberal, uh, you know, uh, leeway, but it, it, in a mall. It's a public place. Uh, you you may you may keep making that. I think you're making a mistake. It is a public place because wherever people gather, it's a public place. Well, people could, could say be, the same thing be, about a church, be, Martin. You know, people, yeah, they could. I mean, uh, if you invite people, if you're a church, you invite people to come in. Under your definition, people would be able to do whatever they want to do in the church house. So I'm right. just. I'm again. I'm saying it is a public. Yes, it is a public gathering place, but somebody privately built that. So I'm not paying the light bill. You're not paying the light bill. Our tax dollars aren't. Somebody is. So whoever's paying the light bill and the mortgage gets to make the rules. Uh, well, if it's if it's it's if that's called discrimination, though. In in a court yeah, case, well, of course it is discrimination. Yeah. Well, and and they can make that argument. It would be it would be a class action suit, and they would lose their butts. All right. Well, let's see what happens. I Again, I don't know about this. Let's see what happens. Martin, appreciate the call. We got a skedaddle, 844-747-8868. Uh, by the way, folks, uh, don't forget to sign up or at least get information about our big trip to Israel coming up in November of this year. Uh, we're taking a 100 of our listeners. 
Uh, it is a family-friendly trip, and we would love for you to be a part of this seven-day journey to Israel as we stand with our friends in that great nation. You can go to our website, ToddSterns.com, and we've got a link there. You can check out all the information, uh, all of the questions. Uh, someone asked about COVID vaccines. Right now, Israel is not requiring you to have the vaccine, so that's not an issue for us, not an issue for Israel. Uh, But again, if you'd like information, go to our website, or you can call, and Dylan is standing by to get your information. That number is 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. I've noticed that when I go to the shopping mall and buy one of the towels, they just don't seem to work very well. They feel too soft and too lotion-y. They just don't absorb the water. Well, our good friend Mike Lindell over at MyPillow has found a solution, and you've got to get yourself one of his brand-new towels. These things are incredible, and best of all, they're made right here in the U.S., and all of his towels come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. You're going to be able to get a six-piece set, two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths, all made with USA cotton. They are soft yet absorbent, and you're normally going to pay over $100, but thanks to our good friend Mike Lindell, $39.99. That's it. It's a great deal. All you have to do, go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Just enter the promo code STARNS or you can call 800-839-8506 for some incredible radio specials. Again, MyPillow.com, promo code STARNS. They do not have security clearance, as far as we know, and they should not be looking at those documents. I said this yesterday. That is essentially a crime scene. Once the special counsel was appointed, then that became a crime scene. Yet we find out instead of the FBI raiding the resident and going in there and, and treating that security breach the same as they treated the mar largo security breach, uh, they're letting President Biden's personal attorneys go around and, and look for stuff. Who knows if they're turning in what they find? And just because President Biden's lawyer says, oh, we found five documents, that doesn't mean anything to me. We have zero trust level with President Biden's personal attorneys right now. So this should be treated and handled in the same fashion that mar largo was handled, and it's not. The American people see that, and I think the Democrats in Washington are in panic mode because they realize their scheme to try to convict Donald Trump for possession of classified documents just went down the commode because Joe Biden not only did the same thing, but he did worse, and he wasn't even president of the United States. He was only vice president. It's a great point. That's Congressman James Comer, our good friend from the Commonwealth of Virginia. And he's heading up a lot of these investigations surrounding Hunter Biden. And and I'm telling you, folks, there is a clear double standard. We talked about this at length with Laura Trump yesterday. And the fact of the matter is that Joe Biden has committed crimes, period. I mean, that's so now it's just a matter of when will be he when will uh, he be arrested when will he be charged when will the fbi go and raid all of his homes that's the that's the big question by the way getting new information now that at least one of the ex intelligence officials who signed on to that big letter back in 2020 that the laptop the hunter biden laptop letter was was fake 
Well, it turns out that he knew all along that 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 story was actually real. In other words, they lied. This is all a big cover-up. So we got a lot of information to break down, and we're going to do that uh, with our friend Congressman uh, Tim Burchett a little bit later on today, and also Governor Mike Huckabee. I want to go to the phones. Amber in Virginia, listening to us on 104.1 FM. Amber, what's on your mind today? Yeah, so I actually wanted to bring up uh, one of your previous callers had said um, that the security guards, you should not ask them anything because he had experience as a security guard and you should go higher. But, you know, I, I really think it is time that people start standing up. And if I were one of those security guards, I do have the right to say, no, I'm not going to do this. I feel like this is wrong. And if my boss pushes me to discriminate against another person because they are a Christian or because of their religious belief, then I should have the guts to stand up to that. And in my job currently that I have now, I would be willing to lose my job for my faith. And I think that's what Christians are lacking now. Those Christians that are in those positions need to have a backbone and stand up for their faith. And if that means that you lose your job, Oh, I think we lost Amber. Uh, here we, Amber, do we have you back? Oh, I'm so sorry. Can you hear me? You're coming in loud and clear. Okay, I'm so sorry. So my, what I just wanted to say was that I believe we need to start standing up for our faith, and sometimes that means going against the boss's orders and standing up and saying, no, I'm not going to discriminate against someone for their faith. So maybe those security guards should stand up and say, no, this is wrong. I'm not going to do it, even if it costs me my job. Amber, it's a it's a great point you raise. And again, I'm I, I'm not understanding what what was offensive about the shirt. It didn't say you know Muslims are going to hell, or it didn't say anything except that Jesus saves, and that Jesus is the only way. And if you're a Christian, that's what you believe. Amber, appreciate your call. Uh, hang tight, folks. If you're on the lines, eight four four. Seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. I want to go right now to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Honored to have with us making his debut appearance on the national show, Congressman Mark Alford from the Fourth Congressional District in Missouri. Congressman, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Todd. Good to be here. What a time in America to be fighting for liberty, to be fighting for justice, to be fighting for uh, not just the Republican way of life, but the American way of life. We need justice in America, and we are going to get to the bottom of what's going on with Biden. These classified documents that the big guy had next to his big green car, no telling who had a, a look at them. This is a national security issue. We drafted a letter last week. Um, we got 40 Republican uh, congressmen and women to sign on to this letter. We sent it to Attorney General Merrick Garland demanding a special counsel, and hours later he did just that. Now, Congressman, I want to go back to something you uh, you said a few days ago, and I was really intrigued by this. You said those documents uh, that, by the way, we now know CBS News actually had all of this information before, well before the midterm. So they had the story. They stood they they stood down on the story until after the midterm elections. But you're telling you you were telling folks these documents could have actually swayed the midterms. I think they they did. When you have information like we have seen uh, through the Twitter files revelations that have been withheld from the American people, and this has happened time after time again with the Justice Department, 
You know, justice needs to be blind, not deaf. And the justice that we have in America is deaf to the American people. We demand equal weights and measures. And when you have tipping the scales like they have done, withholding information, um, that does have an impact on the electorate, their point of view, and what they do at the ballot box. I was listening to the guys on uh, Fox and Friends on the curvy couch this morning, Congressman. They were calling for investigations into what CBS and possibly even NBC News uh, did. And and at some point, you have to step back and, and address the, the big elephant in the room, which is that the media is completely on the side of the Democrats. The fourth estate is no more, and I think that really hurts our country. Todd, I was in the media for 35 years. I got out. I fought for the longest time from the inside to bring truth, balance, perspective, and context to the stories that I anchored uh, at various television stations, the last 24 of which were here in Kansas City at the Fox station. Uh, I... I am so saddened by what has happened to our industry, the industry that I grew up loving. We have got to get somehow journalists back to the job of telling what happened instead of being an advocate. You know, there are a lot of people who grew up after the Watergate era that wanted to to do what Woodward and Bernstein did. They, you know, you're taught in journalism school and in your first jobs to afflict the comfortable and comfort the afflicted. That is not the job of a journalist. A journalist's job is to tell what happened and let the chips fall where they may. We've got to get back to journalism being exactly that, truth tellers and not trying to sway things in america no i am with you on that uh congressman mark alford from missouri on the patriot mobile newsmaker line today so congressman uh you know this doesn't happen in a vacuum someone didn't spontaneously just find these documents what do you think is really going on here is is there a play because the rumblings are this is a play to get biden out of office by the democrats his own party you know, I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, if I were in their shoes and uh, Biden was leading our party and leading our country, uh, I might have the same play in my playbook. But uh, I think right now we have to look at this from try to look at this from a uh, uh, a neutral standpoint, trying to find out exactly what happened and trying to bring some equality uh, to the way the Justice Department uh, the FBI, the raid on, on Mar-a-Lago. Why was there no raid on Biden's house? We have his own lawyers going in there. And then when they find even more classified documents and they say that they've all been located now, but who knows? Um, maybe they haven't gone through the toolboxes next to the, the Corvette yet. Who knows what else is going to be discovered? But my point is you have a raid on the president of the United States House where the FBI goes in. They take pictures of the documents, and none of that was done to the vice president, uh, who was vice president when these documents were taken to his house and to his uh, Biden Penn Center. And no equality whatsoever, and yet the vice president did not have the authority to declassify documents where the president of the United States, President Trump, had every right to do that. Congressman, coming up, uh, this is going to be a big, big deal. Uh, whether or not the Congress raises the debt ceiling, where, where do you stand on the issue? I don't like raising the debt ceiling. Uh, the people in my district don't like raising the debt ceiling. We're going to have to get our spending under control. We're going to have to figure out which bills to pay without jeopardizing our credit worthiness uh, on the world stage. But we've got to we've got to tighten our belt. 
uh, I think we have we have had enough with uh, spending more uh, than we have. And the American people, I know our voters have told me this, and I'm total agreement with that. This has got to come to an end. I don't know how it's going to happen. I know that we are working on a, a way to balance the budget uh, within 10 years. Uh, there's going to be we're, we're going to have to cut spending somewhere. Uh, I have just recently got on the House Armed Services Committee. Very thankful to be on that committee. We're going to strengthen our military. The budget cuts will not come out of our military. We do have a big farm bill coming through uh, this year, the 2023 farm bill. I've been fortunate enough to be asked to be on the Ag Committee as well. We're going to be looking at the uh, the SNAP programs, the, the aid to farmers. We're going to protect our farmers. We're going to be able to feed our citizens, keep our children healthy, um, and so those are some of the target areas we're looking at, but we've got to cut our spending somewhere. All right. Well, Congressman, we're going to leave it there. Uh, first of all, by the way, congratulations. And I didn't realize you were an Evangel grad. Uh, you know, I went to Lee in uh, Cleveland, Tennessee. So uh, I think we may be uh, cousins somewhere, denominationally speaking. Well, uh, I do attend Evangel Church, but I'm not an Evangel grad. Ah, gotcha. All right, you see, this is what yes. I get for checking out the Wikipedia. Shame on me. Shame <laughs> on me. Never never believe what you read on Wikipedia. All right, well, Congressman, all the best to you. We look forward to having you back on very soon. Thank you so much, Todd. God bless you. All right, that's Mark Alford. By the way, worked at uh, the Kansas City TV market, uh, WDAF, for 23 years, and uh, brand new in Congress, replacing our good friend Vicki Hartzler, who did a terrific job uh, up on Capitol Hill. And this guy sounds like he's ready to, He's ready to fight, and, and I like to hear that. All right, uh, before we go to break here, I want to go back to the phones. Uh, Robin in Indiana wanted to weigh in on this T-shirt story. Robin, thanks for holding on. What's going on? Hi, Todd. I just wanted to take exception. Um, you're absolutely correct. It is a private business. That one caller that said, um, well, free speech because it has public access, specifically each state law has their own laws regarding like malls. But in Minnesota, uh, it was earlier last year, the year before under Minnesota uh, versus Wickland, um, their courts upheld that they had a right not to allow certain free speech in that mall, and it had something to do with the BLM wanting to uh, raise a protest there. I don't think the T-shirt is actually a free speech thing, but your caller is absolutely incorrect, and you are absolutely correct. It is a private business, and they can dictate what is allowed in their mall. And 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 again, it's and it's fair game to point out the the double standards, but uh, but again, right. they even and that's why they have rules and regulations, uh, including uh, in some malls now they've actually restricted how old you can be to be in the mall by yourself. I went seventeen, eighteen years old. Um, yeah, just and they have a right the to safety. do that. Sure, of course they right. do. Of course they do. Uh, and you were right, so I wanted to uh, I wanted to back you up on that. All right, Robin, always good hearing from you. Thanks for calling in and hope things are good there in Indiana. Hang tight, folks. we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back with your calls. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. 
This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, folks, coming up, Congressman Tim Burchett from Tennessee is going to be here. Uh, he he says the government is covering up UFO findings and cannot wait to have this conversation. Liz Peake's going to drop by. Also, our good buddy, Governor Mike Huckabee, is back in town. Uh, it's going to be a fun show today. And we're going to talk to our good friend, Charlie, from North Carolina on the talk station. Charlie, what's going on? What's happening, my friend? Well, you know, with that uh, T-shirt in the Mall of America, you know, I was a, I was a young man when when it was first proposed in the late seventies, and you know, they I think they built it uh, by the early eighties, and they used a lot of public money. You know, it's just they kind of like what the what the pro sports teams do. They they go for all the public money to build the stadium that they get to profit from, and so, and in fact, even like. 20-some years later, after the mall was built, uh, they went back to the state legislature, and I was living there at the time, uh, to ask for more money to, to expand their parking ramp. So I'd say, yeah, maybe it's a private business, but it's had plenty of public financing, so that should give someone the right to wear most whatever kind of T-shirt they may want. <laughs> you know, and to single out a guy for wearing a, a Christian T-shirt is, you know, that's, how, how is that, you know, how is that okay when... You know, you try to like you put someone pointed out before if you had a gay pride T-shirt on or something like that. How is how is having a Christian T-shirt on like somehow a bad thing that has to be banned? You know, it's, yeah, maybe a private business, but uh, they got a lot of public money to build that private business. So I think someone should have the right to wear most whatever T-shirt they might want. Now, if you if you want to talk about offensive, Charlie, uh, I would just direct people to Boston, Massachusetts, where they have that big, giant, bronze, pornographic statue of MLK and his wife. That's pornographic, and believe it or not, that is in a public space paid for by public tax dollars. So I, I hear what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, ridicu- ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, well, careful like, now. <laughs> kind of beside the point. I was at. Uh, uh, no, ridiculous that $10 million was spent for that. I mean, and I'm from Minneapolis, right? So when they, they built uh, the Mary Tyler Moore statue, you know, to commemorate um, Mary Tyler Moore, you know, even though she was never in Minneapolis, the show was just set there. doesn't look a thing like her, but at least it didn't look like 
I don't know how to describe that monstrosity. It's just you know like, why? I, you know why? Because she could turn the world on with her smile. That's what Mary yeah. Moore could do. But, uh, I'm just I, I hands off the MLK Because it doesn't look anything, you know, 100 years from now, someone had never seen the show, they'd have no idea. <laughs> fair, you know, well, like that. that's a fair point. Uh, like, and, and, like, uh, you know, after, after this year, who's going to... Who's going to know by looking at that monstrosity that had anything to do with Martin Luther King? A lot of people really upset about that, and I think so. I mean, it's just horrible. First of all, yeah. it's just bad art, and second of all, it's pornography for crying out loud. It's Jeez yeah, Lord. it's ridiculous. All but, right, uh, yeah, all right, and then uh, uh, about the, the the UFO reports. Uh, actually, when I was a teenager in Minnesota, I had a very close encounter. Uh, with some uh, strange lights in the sky that uh, weren't very far above me. So, yeah, I think that kind of thing is real, and I think the government has been uh, covering it up. So, I'm, uh, I am so looking forward to this. Fiction. I am so looking forward to this conversation because I've seen some, you know, I've been driving around, and I don't know why, but the aliens don't like the cities. You know, they like to be out in the countryside uh, for whatever reason. Who knows why? Maybe Congressman Birchett will be able to fill us in on that. Charlie, appreciate the call. And I'm curious from you, ladies and gentlemen, do you believe in UFOs? Congressman Tim Burchett believes the government is actually covering something up. And we're going to be talking to him coming up next hour. Get on, if you got a question for the congressman, I mean, he he could he could be onto something here. 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. Honestly, I think the aliens have been here. They they've seen AOC and the Democrats and they said, "Yeah, we're good. Yeah, let's move on to Mars. We're out of here." This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh yeah. And hello America, welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. So glad to have you with us today, broadcasting border to border, coast to coast, across the fruited plain. And uh, by the way, to any of you uh, aliens out there, uh, we certainly want to welcome you to the program as well. You never know when that uh, when somebody might be doing a flyby and uh, they could be tuning in. You just never know these days. 
Uh, I have been waiting for this interview uh, for quite some time now. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, Good to have with us a great American patriot, uh, Congressman Tim Burchett from the 2nd Congressional District in the great volunteer state. Congressman, hope you're doing good today. I'm great, Todd. Thank you so much for having me on, bro. Uh, I want to read, you know, you and I have been doing this back and forth for a number of years now, but I had no idea, Congressman, and I partly, I kind of want to take you to task for this. I'm reading the headline from Politico, Meet the House GOP's newly crowned comedy king. I had no idea. Well, it's, um, I know you just thought I was an incredibly powerful intellectual, but there's, I'm multifaceted. So there's more to me than me. <laughs> yes, there is, Congressman. So always leave them wanting more. I say that's <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, before we before we jump into this uh, this report on the UFOs, uh, and I, I really do want to talk about this, but uh, coming up on a big on a big decision about the debt ceiling, uh, they're saying that could be as early as Thursday when we hit the ceiling. Uh, what is your inclination, and what are what are you guys hearing Congress is, is going to do? Well, to me, it, it just, I have a little girl, she's 15 years old, and she's she's fiscally responsible. They just say she was, and she goes down to our neighborhood Waggles, and I give her $15, and she says, and that's all you can spend, honey. And she goes down there and spends 25 and I say, oh, okay. I mean, and that's basically what we've been doing, except we're talking about trillions upon trillion. I think we're $32 trillion, whatever, a trillion dollars in debt. So we have this, this thing called a debt ceiling, and basically it's, it's our limit. It's a limit on your credit card. You can't go over it. You know, the, the waitress will come back and say, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Starnes, um, your credit card was denied. Well, there's none of that in the federal government. We just continue, We say we're borrowing from our kids. And we're borrowing from our great, great, great grandkids now. It's ridiculous. And that's all they want to do is is remove that limit so they can spend more of your money. And the trick they'll say is, oh, it will hurt the America America's credit, you know, whatever the heck that is. Um, we are so far in debt, and we owe the red Chinese more than we could ever hope to repay. One of these days, those debts are going to come due. And the problem we have in leadership, really in both parties, is that to get into leadership, a lot of the times, not always, but a lot of the times, you've got to, you know, you got to vote for a bunch of garbage that the lobbyists are pushing, and then they raise you more money, and then you can give more to your to your caucus. And both parties do it, and it's it's it to me, it's um, it's really what the swamp is all about. It's just spending more and more money, um, and and making people and corporations very wealthy that shouldn't be. And we just keep pushing, pushing it and pushing it. And that's what the debt say. This is what this is all about. And I'm not inclined to spend any more money than we're taking in. And that's, I'm sorry, that's a long answer, but yes, the answer to your question is I will not be voting to raise the debt ceiling. Well, I'm I'm very glad to hear that, uh, Congressman, and, and that's that's been a big question, and and I know this is going to be a big a big decision for Speaker McCarthy um, because this was a promise that they made to the voters uh, back in the midterm elections, and so we've got to. I'm with you. We've got to get our fiscal house in order, and now is the time to to take a stand. And, and if we don't, it's just going to keep. We're going to be kicking that can down the road i agree 100 percent, and i believe we're prepared to do that and i and and speaker mccarthy is 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 pretty is pretty a, a adapt to um explaining that 
and he's done a pretty good job up to this point. I suspect we'll continue on that path. Yeah, I agree. And and I was not a McCarthy guy um, up until the the moment he got elected, and we're like, all right, well, let's give the guy a shot. And uh, so far, he's delivered on everything he promised. So I'm with you. Let's just see how it let's see how it plays out. Now let's talk about this headline in Newsweek. Uh, I want to see if they got it accurate. Uh, they're you're alleging a huge UFO cover up in the U.S. government. That's the headline from Newsweek. Is that true? Uh, it's true that I said that, and it's true that it is a cover-up. I don't know if you caught that bogus Intelligence Committee meeting. They, they've they had one that, since I think I've been in Congress, has been open to the public. It was about, they call it UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Well, they won't even say UFOs. They're trying to distract from that. And there was, there was multiple, multiple sightings by our military of, of some sort of aircraft in our airspace that we do not control. Now, is it is it Russia? Is it China? I don't think so. I've said many times, if it was Russia, I mean, they, you know, as Putin as arrogant as that jerk is, he would probably land one on the front steps of the of of, of the White House and get out bare chested, you know, ride a unicorn over and and wrestle Joe Biden on the lawn, and get back in it, and fly back to Russia or something. The Chinese oh they don't. But but the re, but the reality is. And if you'll go on, um, you can go on YouTube. There was a 60 Minutes, which I don't, I don't want anybody to watch anything from 60 Minutes from that bunch of knuckleheads. But, but they did do a, a pretty accurate, and it was leaked. A um, uh, some of our Navy fighters. These are the best fighters in the world, bar none, bar none. Nobody can, nobody holds a match to them, and they are literally um, following this craft. And you see the craft on the. Um, on the, uh, um, it's not FLIR, I'm not sure what kind of cameras they're following on, and they're actually describing it, and they're laughing because it's doing things that our craft are not even capable of doing. It shows, and it shows no um, no uh, vapor trail, which means it's being propelled by something that we don't have and we don't understand, and it was doing, it making these curves and turns at G's that would literally turn a human into a ketchup package inside a cockpit. So we've seen this. This has been documented. It was leaked. The only reason we're talking about this, you and I are talking about this right now, because it was leaked. And now we have this intelligence committee, and they show this video to, of, a, of a speck inside of a canopy, and some pilot, I'm not even sure what he, I don't know if they're in a Cessna or something, is filming this with his camera on his phone. And, and give the devil... Is due, but 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 Adam uh, uh, Schiff asked the one question during this whole thing, and he said, "What exactly are we looking at?" Because it wasn't clear, and he said, "Well, here, let me." And they said, "Can you slow the 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 video?" It was a twenty second video, and these knuckleheads had a, you know we're the most technically advanced country in the world, and they couldn't stop the video to show them, and they couldn't explain exactly what they're looking at, so they totally take you off the trail. We had a Navy pilot in the audience who they wouldn't allow to testify, but was there, and he had to, they had to get him in with press credentials so he could even come into the meeting. It was not a confidential meeting, but still it's limited who can go in there. And they, this guy wasn't even allowed to testify. I was told I was going to get to ask questions, and I had some prepared questions. And lo and behold, right before it was my time, I get a text saying, they're not going to allow you to ask any questions. It was the whole thing was bogus. The the American taxpayers got hosed. 
we've been covering this thing up since since the 40s. There was, of course, the Roswell incident is the one that always sticks in people's crawl because the military released their press release said saucer recovered, and then the next day they said, oh, it wasn't a saucer; it was a it was a hot air balloon, you know, and then. And then the Air Force, years later, puts out this thing called Case Closed, and they bring this arrogant officer in, and he speaks, and it's it's just bogus. The whole thing is, we've I've talked to too many pilots, I've talked to too many people in the know that tell me, in fact, Tim, there is something going on, you know. And I and I every organized religion in the world has some reference to some craft. Even even the Bible does. If you read the first chapter of Ezekiel, it describes. A wheel, which is at that time was the most technologically advanced thing we had. Um, I've just there's just too much out there. It and and this, this is something else. The arrogance of our of our government. I, I was told they said, you know, Tim, we got so much more important to discuss than this stuff. And I thought to myself, you've got an aircraft in our military airspace that we do not control. To me, that is very important. And and you, I know you're a believer, but if you go, I go out every night. My dogs always in the middle of the night have to go to the bathroom for some reason. I don't know. But anyway, so I'm standing out there on my back porch every night. I look up at those stars. And I'm thinking, you know, the light from those stars left those stars, some of those, before the time of Christ. I mean, that is the vastness of God's great universe. And to think that we're the best that he could do, to me, is, is really a, a level of arrogance. That, that is unbelievable because I really think there is something else out there. And that's, that's basically it in a nutshell. Congressman, I want to go back to, to, to the, the hearing, the questions you were not allowed to ask. What were some of those questions you wanted to, to ask? I wanted to ask about specific events that had gone on and to really the people that they put in charge of it. I have no doubt the people, the two gentlemen that are in charge of it are, um, or patriotic Americans, but they had no knowledge of even some of the the recent findings where or the, some where there was a sighting in our in a, a nuclear plant shut down. Um, there was incidences all over the world that have occurred, and these men had no knowledge of them whatsoever. Yet that's who we put in charge. That's who somebody put in charge, and to me, that's that just sends you down a, a another rabbit hole. Now, this recent report. And here's the trick, too, is, you know this, but maybe some of the listeners don't. We're briefed on things in a secure setting down in what's called the skiff. You can't take your phone. you got to take your Apple Watch off in case you're recording some of this stuff. Generally, though, it's been, it'll be leaked to CNN in about 15 minutes, so a lot of it's not all that confidential. But you do. You go down there, and, and you get all this information. But if they brief you on something by law, even if you already knew it, you're not allowed to comment on it. So I think a lot of times that they, um, the powers that be will brief us on information to keep it secret. And so, um, you know, they, they hear, they're saying in this latest one, though, the public, it's been re- released to the public that, they, that there is something else out there that's going on, and, it, and, we, and they don't think it is, it is any of our enemies doing it. For us, so no, I've I mean, seen the videos. Yeah, Congressman, I've seen the videos, and it. You're right. Uh, that that is something that uh, is otherworldly. Uh, the the technology that it would take for the the aircraft to make those kinds of maneuvers. Um, 
is there are you i mean again is there anything the pentagon is doing i mean to to prepare for let's just say that you're right and these are from another world uh do we have a plan well i don't think we do i don't think we could i'm not i'm not particularly worried about that aspect of it honestly if they have the capability of traveling light years at the at just at the speeds um they're so technologically advanced they could turn us into a charcoal briquette in about a millisecond i think so i'm not i'm not really they would already done it i'm not really worried about it but i I just think it's something that we ought to know and we ought to try to understand and i but i I do think that there's been um you know i know this is people think you're wearing a tinfoil hat or something but i think there is possibly um materials we've recovered I've talked to too many people that are that are within that spectrum uh, that we have materials recovered that are that are not of this world. And but you you say, well, why isn't it being leaked now? Because everybody's got it wanting a book deal. It you know during the Second World War, I, I live in Knoxville, of course, and you know that. But Oak Ridge National Laboratory, which is not in my legislative district, but over six thousand people that work there live here in my district. So the district I represent. So I knock on doors. That's how I get elected. Cause people like Tim Burchett don't get elected to Congress usually. Cause I don't, I don't, my family never had money and, and you know, it's just, it's a, it's a rich man's game and it really is. Well, I, I mean, I used to, when I was in the legislature, I would knock on a lot of doors too. And I remember knocking on a fellow's door who worked at Oak Ridge national laboratory. And during, and I asked him if he was a veteran. He said, no, I was, I was working at the plant then and he said i worked on the bomb and i said well i need to shake your hand i said because my dad was on okinawa and they were getting ready to invade they were told they were going to invade japan and they dropped two bombs and then they the japanese threw the white flag up well um i said what did you do and he said well, it's kind of funny he said i think he said he worked on a the fuse mechanism and i believe he said his wife worked on another part and he said but we didn't know what each of us did hmm. and they they compartmentalized stuff so well back then and now you just can't do that. People are—I don't know if they're not as trustworthy or what. Yeah. So what I what I what I actually think has happened: the people that had the actual firsthand knowledge, sort of like the Kennedy assassination. Why won't they release that stuff? You figure everybody's dead. Well, the people that had the firsthand knowledge—it was so compartmentalized back then, and people actually were trustworthy. Most of those folks have died off. So that knowledge is gone, and it's in some file cabinet somewhere stuffed in the basement of the Pentagon somewhere that nobody knows how to – it's been Congressman, you know, etched I, out. I hate, to, I hate to interrupt, but we, are, we, we have to take this break, and we are flat out of time. But I would love to get you back uh, because there's a whole lot more here to this, and I am just fascinated by this. So thank you for bringing it to everybody's attention. Well, please don't trust your government, and please um, – Uh, get involved. Thank you, brother, for having me on. Congressman Tim Burchett will be right back. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 elections 
Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, that was uh, that was a weird conversation with Congressman uh, Burchett there from East Tennessee. But I am very intrigued by this. Do you think there really is alien life out there somewhere? Do you believe that's what uh, is causing these UFOs? Which, by the way, that's they're no longer calling them UFOs now. As what the congressman said, they're unidentified aerial phenomena. But the late great Art Bell used to make a. I mean, he made his career in late night radio talking about the paranormal. And and I'm wondering. Here's the thing, though. If there is alien life form out there, would the, are we talking about like ET or are we talking about aliens? You know, there's there's a a big difference between the two. More importantly, would you want to know? Would you want to know if there really was life on another planet somewhere? 844-747-8868. Do you believe in UFOs? Well, we're going to call them UFOs. We're old school like that. 844-747-8868. Now, my concern is, do we have a plan? I mean, if in fact, as the congressman is suggesting that the, there's a big government cover-up here, what exactly is the plan in case the aliens show up and they want to make us all work the farms? So it's I just I'm just curious. My take is we direct them to California and they're going to take the aliens are going to look at what's happening in California and say these people are slap crazy nuts and they're going to go I don't know to Venus or Mercury or somewhere. Maybe leave us alone. But this is a fascinating fascinating story and the congressman is very serious about it you heard him. 844-747-8868 they could i didn't i never thought about that in ezekiel though was it ezekiel saw the wheel way i guess it could be a saucer i don't know all right we'll be right back america This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. 
right, welcome back, everybody. Let's go to the phones, 844-747-8868. We've got another George Floyd-style situation to tell you about in just a moment. But first, I want to go to Lee in Memphis, Tennessee, listening to us on KWAM, KWAM. Lee, I understand you saw a UFO. Yes. All right, well, tell me about it. I'm I'm intrigued. Okay, I was uh, going to work out in the North Memphis area. But before I left, I was waiting on a bus right there at uh, front of Liberty Land. You know, right there, Airways, that bridge right there. What okay. You call it? Uh, so, so you saw, and so you're over there in the old, the old Liberty Land area. What did you, what right, happened? Early, early in the morning. And I'm just sitting there and I just happened to look up and I saw something in the sky going toward the Union area, you know, where Union Avenue is, looking toward that way. And I saw something in the sky that was I couldn't identify. I couldn't understand what it was. It was just sitting there. It was so far up. And I was looking real hard because, you know, me being in the military and being around a lot of aircraft and all kind of flying machines and everything, you know, and I just didn't understand what it was. And I kept looking. And then my eyes started getting focused. It looked more like some kind of round object, like with a windows around it, like a merry-go-round or something. It was just sitting there. And the way it was uh, up there and just sitting there in the air, I couldn't understand it. And I was just, I mean, my mind just went completely blank. I couldn't understand anything. And I just stared there. And the bus even went by me. It was so fascinating. So the bus, the I, bus just passed you by, and you're just you're standing right. there looking up at the sky. Right. I couldn't understand. I wouldn't even be interested in the bus or anything. As I just stood there for about a good thirty minutes, I realized it wasn't moving. It just kept standing there, and it was something that unidentified, unexplainable. And how long ago did it this happened. happen, Lee? Excuse me? How long ago did this happen? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think this was right around the time when they had this unexplainable thing in Arizona back in 97. Okay, so this was a while back that, that you saw. This is fascinating. And so you were in the military, so you're used to seeing... No, I wasn't in the military. Oh, you're not? I have been in the military. Oh, okay. I have been in the military. Oh, I see. I so see. I'm just saying, you know, being in the 101st Airborne, I always was in the air. Always. So you've seen, so, so you know aircraft. I mean, right. I know aircraft. I had a okay. that took me over in other countries and everything. You know, I know about aircraft. I'm not stupid, man. I believe in my five senses. Mm-hmm. I know what I saw. It was unidentified. And it had to be something not of this world, the way it was stationary. I mean, man, like way up in the sky. So how do you feel about the congressman here, Lee? Uh, the congressman wants to get to the bottom of it. He believes the government's hiding hiding stuff from us. No, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm just going to go biblical on you. I believe it's demonic beings from other planets that are doing this kind of stuff. You know, they're coming back, you know, because the Bible speaks of stuff like that. And I, I see this stuff like that. That's the way I look at it. That's it. That and that is an interesting component because some people have suggested that's what it could be. Instead of aliens, it could be uh, demons and stuff. So, it's like I was telling woo. you about all this tech, like all this technology that people are using, the apples and all this stuff. You know, 
and they getting it from these beams. I mean, they, they get education from this, all this technology. Just think about it. I'm I mean, fascinated by this. On. Yeah, I'm fascinated by all of this. Lee, you give us a call back. I'm glad you're okay. And uh, I'm glad because that, that would have creeped me out if I was uh, if, if I was walking along in the dark of night and all of a sudden I look up and I see something in the sky just hovering over. Honestly, I'm surprised the alien, the, I'm surprised the aliens visited Memphis. It's too dangerous around here. I'm surprised I didn't get shot well, all at. All I'm saying you. If you got an open mind and your mind is strong, you'll understand. Yeah. All right, Lee. Appreciate that if call. You're weak, you're yep. going to crumble. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Think All right. about these people that they see stuff and they have heart attacks. You know. There you come, Lee. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you. Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. Susan writes in. She's very upset with me. Susan says, "Todd, Christians don't believe in aliens. Aren't you Christian, Todd?" <laughs> Okay, where does it say that in the Bible? I'd... <laughs> All right, let's go to Diane in Illinois. All right, Diane, what's what's your take on these UFOs? Um, first, okay, the the person who sent you a message who said Christians don't believe. Um, number, this is my opinion. I think that there are no UFOs, but there are fallen angels. Hold on, shut up. There are fallen angels, and there are evil spirits. Um, and they have that ability to do things that look like um, an alien craft. They are spiritual beings. So they can do things we cannot do because we're flesh. And given the fact that we are in the last days, and the United States is under judgment, and there's just so many things going on, if you're up to date, on your scripture reading and studying, you know, God doesn't want us just to fall for anything. And even if he created life elsewhere, um, the likelihood of him allowing that life to fly over the United States and do all that stuff, especially when human beings on this planet are so rotten. And you know what he says about the human heart is wicked. So I don't believe in I don't believe in UFOs. I do believe in fallen angels, and I believe in evil spirits, and I know that holy angels obviously exist. So I would suggest to people who are in the in, in the body of Christ to study their word and go into prayer and just ask God, what did I just see? Okay? Because demons, they hate us. Fallen angels, they hate us. And it's hilarious to them to do things, and people fall for it. And this goes all into, you know, the last days. And, ho- and personally, I think we're going to be raptured before the Great Tribulation, which is when it's really going to get crazy. So uh, you, you see what I'm saying? I, I got you, Diana. I, I'm i with you. I've I, I, There have been a couple of times when I was a kid, and I saw something in the uh, in the sky, and you're like, well, that doesn't look that doesn't look normal. What is that? And you know, it just it kind of creeps you out. And I I hear what Lee was saying, uh, who's a military veteran, 101st Airborne in Memphis, Tennessee, He's minding his own business at the bus stop, and he looks up and um, he sees this a uh, weird thing in the air. Very odd. You know, you know something. I, I I'm sure he did see something, but the thing that you also have to understand is that they don't just appear as aircraft or anything like that, they can look like a human being. 
you know, the person who founded Mormonism, he claimed an angel came to him, okay, and spoke to him, right? Okay, we already know that God is not sending angels to add on to the Bible, right? So when you piece all this information God has already yeah. given us, you pretty much know that something isn't, isn't right. So the first words out of your mouth is, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. And don't even play with that kind of thing. If you see something and it ain't right, and God is not telling you it's coming from him, you you asking for God, get that out of my life. I don't want to see it again. Well. I'll rebuke it, but I'll have a shotgun just in case. Uh, just in case ET ain't friendly. All right, Diane, thanks for the call. Uh, appreciate that. And uh, thanks for listening to us on the, the Todd Stern Show app. Uh, let's go to Marie in Athens, Georgia. Go dogs, Marie. Oh, yeah, go dogs. <laughs> so I was just calling to say that, you know, I loved watching all the shows on the ancient ruins and, you know, some of the airstrips that you could only see from the sky. So that made me first think, yeah, you know, there's probably something out there. And then I had a similar <laughs> incident like the gentleman that just called. I was out one night and I came home and I saw something in the sky. And it was just, it was there was no sound. It was quiet. It was just sitting there. And, you know, you you just, like he said, you start looking at it and you think, what is that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it was. But it it, it didn't sound like a, you know, helicopter. And it had that spherical the shape that everybody always describes the people that have said they saw it so you know who knows <laughs> they never show up in the cities it's always in the suburbs in the countryside so that is strange have you noticed that i <laughs> that's why i don't like going camping in the woods i'm just <laughs> yeah, gonna no. tell you marie I, I i can't handle that and the and the problem is i'm not a fast runner so i think the alien could you know i'd, I'd be the one they get <laughs> beam you up. <laughs> they beam me up. All right, Marie. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Sandra in Virginia. All right, Sandra, what's on your mind? Well, I'm in southwest Virginia in the mountains, and I haven't seen any UFOs. However, my uncle, who died a couple years ago, he was 95. He was in World War II, a pilot. And he told me things that he seen. And one of the things that was fascinated was it was, he said, they were big balls like spheres of light. And he said they would dance around his plane during the war. And he said they would be right at the end of the wing. And he said and then they would jerk to the other side. And he told me, he says, when we got back, he said, nobody would believe us. He said, but honey, he says, there's something else out there. He said, we're not alone. And I believe him. I'm getting chills here, guys, just listening to this. This is fascinating. So this happened during during World War II. World War II. Mm. And he was a pilot. And he told me it wasn't just one incident. He says, I don't know what they were up to. He said, but they could maneuver so fast. And being a pilot, he just, he said, it just blew his mind. And he said he would tell people, but he said a lot of people just think it, he was blowing smoke. Well, no, I mean, it makes sense because when you would sh- you share something like that, people think, oh, that's crazy. That There's no way. But but Sandra, right. we've seen the video from the pilots, so that, that and, right. and no no one can explain it. 
and those lights were doing the same thing at that that your uncle described. Uh, and they were huge. He said mm. they were huge spheres of light. And he says it was like they were playing with the airplanes. Interesting. And the previous caller you had on about the Nephilim, the fallen angels, I agree with her 100%. I believe we're in the latter days, and it says in the scriptures, it's in Ezekiel chapter 1, but it says in the latter days, as it was in the times of Noah, so shall it be. And I think what we're seeing now is just a watchman watch, because I think we're right at the gate. Sandra, thank you for calling in, and uh, you got to give us a holler back. The, the, what a fascinating story. And, and again, there's something out there. We don't know what it is. And, you know, it's one thing to just dismiss it and say, no, there, there's nothing. There's something there. I mean, we've we've seen the video from the Pentagon. So, all right, got to take a break here. Fascinating discussion here, folks. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Starn Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, Dylan, what is this you sent me about the Foo Fighters? What, what's up with the Foo Fighters? So a caller just called in, and uh, he said that the Foo Fighters got their name from the term that was used in World War II that people were describing unidentified objects with. So, and, you know, I guess they liked it and they, you know, they stuck with it and called it the Foo Fighters. That's weird. Yeah. I, I don't get that. I never knew that. I thought that was really interesting. Someone, okay. someone called in. That is a gr- that's a great trivia question, actually. So thank you, Dylan. All right. The Foo Fighters got their name from UFOs. They look like they could be aliens. I don't know. Thank you, Dylan. Uh, let's go to Eileen in Georgia. And Eileen, so you've seen a UFO as well. Is that right? Yes, Todd, I did. And actually, you know, I'm from New York. And we were all going, my family and I were going on a camping trip upstate. But we saw this thing. It was on Grand Avenue in Mastiff, Queens. And my sister-in-law's husband looked up in the sky. He's the first one who saw it. And we all looked, Todd, this thing, it had like five different lights. It, it, it was hovering. It was like, you couldn't tell if it was circular or if it was what shape it was, but it, it shot like 
disappeared up into this into the it just just disappeared and uh, we, we we couldn't identify what it was there was nothing this was like the i would say 82 83 um early 80s sometime so uh it was it was the most amazing thing but i'm i'm not one who believes in in aliens <laughs> even though i saw something but i'm very skeptical about it yeah what do you but, think it was um, it was an un- unidentified flying object is what it was. We had nothing like that in any of the countries at that time. It was, I'll never forget it. I still see it in my mind's eye. But I wanted you to tell you on Netflix, they have this like unexplained unsolved mysteries. And one of them is, I believe it was Kansas. They were even the weather, the weather um, people, National Weather Service in Kansas uh, was tracking this. There was like dozens and dozens, even maybe hundreds of people reporting this strange light. And uh, the weather service was tracking it on their radar. It's a very interesting watch. But, of course, people are, you know, I mean, I guess we're, we're kind of narcissistic in our, in our thinking that, you know, sometimes that what is it? You know, it's like we're skeptical. You know, so even I, after what I saw that, I'm still skeptical. So I don't know. It's like, but I know what I saw. Eileen, I'm just, I I feel good living in the South because if it's, you know, if there are Klingons out there, I think, I think our region of the world would have a better shot at defeating an invading horde of aliens. That's true. But also I wanted to know a week later, there was the same kind of situation was cited in Puerto Rico. Oh, so interesting. there's sightings all over all over the yeah. world. No, that's but true. I mean, this is one I saw. I saw with my own eyes, and I would suggest people checking out that uh, unsolved mysteries. I believe it is. It's it's fascinating. That stuff and creeps really me out. Sense. Creeps me out, Eileen. Anyway, Todd, I wanted to ask you: How come we're not doing the freedom thing at True McConnell? anymore oh well you know i i really don't know um but that's those are not our decisions to make but uh, it certainly was um, a great event uh, the three years that we did it and we may have you know sometimes Mm -hmm. they try different things so we'll we'll keep you updated on that eileen appreciate appreciate the call thanks for thanks for listening yeah there you go i was looking at the video in the break from the u.s navy fighter jets and all i can tell you is that one of the ufos looks strangely like that statue in boston massachusetts i'm not sure i'm not sure what to make of that (laughs) very phallic in nature so in other words even aliens can be perverts who knew all right uh we got to get out of here liz peak mike huckabee coming up next stick around everybody This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, 
storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome to Hour 3 of the Big Show. KJP behind the White House press briefing room podium, deflecting questions this way, that way, and all over the place. What a mess that is. Uh, We're going to keep you updated on uh, any developments there, uh, but we can tell you that information is coming out that uh, CBS News and NBC News knew about the Biden classified document scandal well before the midterm elections and chose to sit on the story. And you can speculate as to why, but we all know what the drive-by media is up to here. They had to provide cover for the Democrats. Well, I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, great to have with us our dear friend, a uh, great columnist, Liz Peake, her latest titled, Biden will not be the Democrat nominee in 2024. Count on it. Liz, hope you're doing good today. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. I'm great and delighted to join you. All right. So why do you believe, and again, you say count on it, why is Biden not going to be the Democrat nominee? Uh, Three things coming in conjunction. One, this document scandal, which I think really is a problem for Joe Biden, whose brand is that he's an honest man. And I think increasingly voters are questioning that. Um, Second, the GOP taking over control of the House and initiating a lot of investigations, which should have gone ahead years ago, but now finally will bring a lot of information about Hunter Biden and his father and their business dealings in very shady places like Ukraine and China to light. Uh, And third, the fact that Elon Musk now owns Twitter. And so we have a chink in this solid stone wall of silence, which has protected Democrats, protected Joe Biden for years. And, you know, I cannot overstate the significance of that. If the GOP actually unveils a lot of bad behavior on the part of Joe Biden and the fact that he actually did know what Hunter Biden was up to and actually did participate in these shady business activities, We're going to know about it because of Twitter. And in the past, as you well know, there was no guarantee of that. So I think you just have a confluence of events here which are very favorable for Americans and very unfavorable for Joe Biden. And and I'm telling you, KJP, she's getting killed every single day behind that podium. I mean, it is so ugly. And they're not able to answer any questions. And there's just zero transparency. Right. And transparency across a number of different issues, such as really this this whole issue of the visitor's log, when 27% of your days are spent 
not at the Oval Office, but at your Wilmington house, people have a right to know who is going there, who has been there. Uh, And of course, now that these documents have been found in that house, the question is, who else had access to them? Uh, We know Hunter Biden was there because he was paying $50,000 a month rent, even though the house probably justified a rent payment of maybe seven. So there's a lot of stuff that's going to come to light, Todd. And honestly, it cannot happen soon enough. And Liz, you know, back to that um, for that uh, rent payment for just a moment. Uh, this could this could get really interesting because uh, it's our understanding that amount was not anywhere was not listed anywhere on Biden's tax returns. As a matter of fact, the president's uh, tax information has now since been removed uh, <laughs> from the websites. The- Poof, it's yeah, gone. I mean, <laughs> so this is a guy who basically blasted Trump uh, for mishandling secret documents, not sharing his tax information honestly. You know, uh, Todd, the other thing I think that is worth mentioning, Democrats don't want Joe Biden to run again. I mean, you've got two different groups. The one, uh, the younger politicians in the party who really want to run themselves, whether it's Gavin Newsom or Amy Klobuchar or a whole bunch of others. Uh, and then people who know people in the party apparatus, but also Democrat voters who know he's not a good candidate, that Joe Biden is going downhill pretty quickly. And I don't mean that to be mean, but but the reality is the man really is confused a good deal of the time. And that is a one-way street. It does not get better. No, it, it doesn't. And we all heard him uh, yesterday at the at the MLK event with Al Sharpton. Uh, and I, we can't unhear cut number eight, please. Congratulations today, the honorees, uh, including your wife, uh, who I understand uh, is birthday today. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Happy birthday to you. So uh, for the record there, Liz Peak, uh, that was the wife of MLK the third. he was referring to. Her name is Arndrea, not whatever Biden just said. <laughs> it really doesn't get much in more idiotic than that. I had not heard that. Thank you for sharing. It's, uh, it is what it is, uh, to your point. But, you know, as much as they hate Biden, I don't think they like Kamala Harris all that much either. So I'm, I'm just going to be intrigued here over the next little while as we see what's going to transpire, because there are rumblings that this is all Democrat on Democrat violence here, uh, political violence, and they're trying to take him out before he finishes his term. Yeah, but I don't think that's realistic. I mean, I think he'll serve out his term. I think the important thing, important thing is that this leak and this information came out as he was considering an announcement to run again. Odds were he was going to run again. And I think they tried to get ahead of that because once he's made that determination, all these other Democrats who want to be the next president or run for president really are stymied. They can't Number one, they can't do anything while he's making up his mind. They also can't do much when he says he's going to run. So the best thing for the party at this point is for him to say, I've given it a lot of thought. Uh, I've consulted with my wife. And, you know, for various reasons, make up a health reason or whatever, we don't think this is a good idea. And then 
you know, then the Democrats are in okay shape. By the way, the latest report I've got is Michelle Obama is taking a pulse of financial types in New York trying to raise money for a run. So, you know, I think there are a lot of people whose interests are not aligned with Joe Biden's second campaign. Let's put it that way. So Michelle Obama, you see, this is she was my dark horse candidate from day one. I, I really go. believe she's the, and I think she can win too. I do too. I do too. She's a very popular woman. Now, mind you, she's never been tested. Uh, she's never had to take hostile incoming questions. Uh, so it isn't clear to me, you know, we don't know. We don't know whether she would survive that well or not. And we don't know who her adversary would be. So we'll see. Um, but it's, you know, it kind of, I mean, it has fueled speculation that the Obamas are behind this or that, you know, they and other people really want to make sure that Joe does not announce that he's going to run again. So I think that's quite intriguing. Fascinating. And I I don't know if you saw the Showtime. I'm a I'm a sucker for these kinds of, uh, you know, biography style short stories, uh, movies. Uh, they did one called The First Ladies uh, with uh, and it it, uh, it was a fictionalized account of Michelle Obama uh, Eleanor Roosevelt and Betty Ford. And Michelle Obama came off looking very, very good. Uh, the portrayal um, that was done was not good, but she came across very, very strong coming out of that series. And I, as I was watching it, I'm thinking, you know, somebody's up to something behind the scenes. Yeah, because they don't do things without some uh, point of view, I would say. Uh, so I think that is very interesting. Mind you, Again, she's a very popular woman, so to try to undermine that popularity would be kind of stupid. But, you know, we'll see. Um, I do think that there are a lot of people champing at the bit to throw their hat in the ring. And by the way, Kamala will be just, if, if it plays out the way I think it will, which is Joe basically serves out his term but doesn't run, Kamala will throw her hat in the ring, but she will be one of several. And and I know people were really hot on Pete Buttigieg. I just I think that star <laughs> fa- just faded out yeah. quickly. Yeah, I mean, to me, he's sort of the Connor Lamb or Beto O'Rourke of you know the current day. I mean, all these guys that are sort of flashy young guys and they have very little substance. And un- unfortunately, history proves the case. And basically, they're never heard of again. But. Anyway, um, I don't, yeah, I don't think he's the guy. All right, Liz, we got to leave it there. Great column. Uh, Folks, we have a link to it, and you can see that on the live show blog. Liz, thanks a lot now. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, Wow, breaking news there. Liz Peek says that there are rumblings Michelle Obama has been making calls in New York City trying to drum up cash for a possible presidential run. So let me ask you, and this is, I want you to think about this for a moment. There really could be a a matchup of Michelle Obama versus Donald Trump. Who wins that race, ladies and gentlemen? 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election 
storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Happy to have you with us today. This story out of Minnesota, where an illegal alien was testifying in front of lawmakers. By the way, this illegal alien is one of those DACA recipients, so one of the dreamers. But they're not legal. They're not here legally, so they really have no rights. Well, anyway, this DACA recipient actually stood before lawmakers and announced that that they better do what they say because illegal aliens are voting in Minnesota. And I believe it. I absolutely believe it. And you need to believe it too, folks. And that's one of the reasons why the Democrats want those open borders, is they want as many people as possible voting in our elections, and they don't care if they're legal or not. 844-747-8868 is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. There's a new survey out. The Daily Signal uh, has the story. Only 16% of Gen Zers are proud to live in the United States. Let me repeat that number again. Only 16% of Generation Zers are proud to live in the United States. This is from a morning consult poll assessing generational attitudes about the United States. The poll shows there's been a roughly 20 percentage point drop of pride in country every generation since the baby boomers. By the way, baby boomers, 73% of you folks love America. So here's the breakdown. And this is, this is a very important poll that you need to pay attention to because it illustrates the direction this country is going to hell in a handbasket. We got the opportunity to slam the brakes on the handbasket, but right now nobody's willing to slam the brakes. Baby boomers, 73% of you folks are proud to live in America. Generation X, those are my people. 54% of us are proud to live in the United States. And then it goes downhill pretty quickly. Among millennials, only 36% of millennials say they're proud to live in America. Only 16% of Gen Zers. Now, I have a theory as to why this is. But why do you believe that Gen Zers hate our country? Why do you believe that millennials despise America? They're not happy to live here. Now, personally, I would recommend uh, sending them over to, I don't know, Iran, Mogadishu. Let the children live over there for a couple of months, and I guarantee you when they come back, they're going to be kissing the ground and hugging the flag. According to the Daily Signal, we have failed 
to institutionalize informed patriotism. Now, that's interesting. You know, Ronald Reagan, in his farewell address to the nation, that was in January of 1989, he said that the U.S. was riding high, patriotism was returning, the economy was booming, booming, the Soviet Union was just a few years away from collapse. It was indeed morning in America. But Reagan issued a warning. Reagan said that younger parents are not are not sure that an unambivalent appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. He warned that while our spirit was back, it had not been reinstitutionalized. In other words, we're not teaching about it in our public schools. We're not teaching it about it in our even in our church houses. As the Daily Signal goes on to write, Reagan was correct. Worse, as it now becomes quite clear, we have institutionalized something quite different from informed patriotism and love of country. Instead, we have institutionalized the ethos of the new left, of the woke, the purveyors of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And this is it. I've written multiple books on this very issue, ladies and gentlemen that our public schools have been turned against us. Our public schools are the engine driving this hatred of America. Instead of teaching kids that we're the most exceptional nation on the planet, we're teaching them that we're responsible for all the problems in the world. And that's why so many young people hate our country right now. And I say thank goodness for our friends like Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier, They're out there fighting this good fight. They're backing school board candidates who are patriots, who believe in America, who love America. And by the way, if you want to get information about Patriot Mobile and switching over your wireless plan, I would encourage you to do that. PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. And we talk about them every day on this program. And they are more than willing to, to help you out. They have budgets to fit your budget. They have whatever whatever you're looking for, they're going to be able to help you out with. PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. But we're going to have to fight back, just like our good friends at Patriot Mobile. And we're going to have to get involved. And you say, well, Todd, I don't have any kids in, in public school anymore. It doesn't matter. You're a taxpayer. That means you have skin in the game. You need to be going to the school board meetings. You need to be checking out these textbooks they're, they're giving to the children. And you need to be finding out what's happening in those public school libraries. I'm telling you, folks, this is where the fight for the nation and the future of the nation is going to be waged. What do you think is going to happen with the generation that comes after the Gen Z? And we're dealing with, what, 4 or 5% of the population that actually loves America. What does our country look like at that point? I'm telling you, we are. this is a very, very revealing and very dangerous poll. This is a warning sign that we've got a problem. Only 16% of Gen Z proud to be an American. What do you think we ought to do about that? How do we fix that? How do we reverse that trend? 844-747-8868. That is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. How do we get Gen Z to love America? We're going to talk about that coming up. Also, our good friend Mike Huckabee, he's going to drop by. 
Very, very proud Papa Governor Huckabee is. We'll talk to him about that. This is the Todd Stearns Radio Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Forming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from free thinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Let's go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Our good friend, great TV host. You see his show every weekend over on TPN. And he is uh, certainly a proud dad as well, Governor Mike Huckabee. Governor, good to have you back with us. It is always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. And, I, you know, I have to I, – I, I caught some of the speech that Sarah delivered at the inaugural address, and I have to imagine you were just beaming ear to ear. I was very proud of her. Uh, I'm proud of all three of my children, but she's the one who's uh, sitting in the spotlight, so it's a little easier to call attention to her. But I thought she had all the right notes. She was very clear in saying this is a new generation, and I think she means that, and it's becoming uh, evident that that's exactly what she's doing, bringing in some very fresh blood. But she's also uh, surrounding herself with some seasoned, uh, very professional people who know what they're doing, have been in state government, and can help her to keep from going into the ditches. And so I, I just think it's all the right start. She's uh, taken on CRT. She's uh, making it very clear that we're not going to be a woke state. Uh, We're going to focus on performance. And, uh, you know, I just think she's exactly what the people voted for. And 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 delivering on the campaign promises. And, you know, my hat is off, by the way, to, to Kevin McCarthy. I was not a supporter of his. But you know what? The guy got he got picked. Um, and he's doing everything he said he was going to do. And uh, my hat is off to him. And I, I like to see that in the Republican Party, because that hasn't always been the case, Governor, uh, when we, we elect Republicans uh, to either the state or the, the federal office. And I think we've got a new generation of Republicans rising up. Well, I agree. And, uh, you know, I've known Kevin for many years. I'm not that surprised that he's keeping his promises. I think he understood that this was not an honorary position, and I think he fully understood that there are high expectations among the voters uh, that the Republicans have to go in, hit the ground running, hold some people accountable, be bold, uh, don't be bashful. The Democrats certainly haven't been bashful the last six years. They've bashed people, but they haven't been bashful. And that's why I believe that uh, 
what he has embarked upon is exactly what he needs to do. You know, Governor, we've been watching the White House press briefing, which is still underway, and it, it's really contentious uh, with now the uh, the legacy media going after the, the White House over this classified doc scandal. But uh, now we the word came out earlier today, CBS, NBC, they knew all about this well before the midterm elections, and they sat on the story. Um, any surprises there? No, it's none as far as a surprise. But, Todd, what does that say about the state of journalism when these uh, advocates for Joe Biden that pretend to be journalists spike a story because they don't like what it may do to the uh, election? Uh, journalism is dead in this country. Let's just be clear. Uh, the people who would sit on that story, knowing that it's a big story, knowing that it really does show the uh, total duplicity between the way Donald Trump has been treated and Joe Biden's being treated. The fact that they didn't report it for two months is just a real indictment upon the lack of professionalism and the lack of integrity on the part of the press. I know Donald Trump was hated when he said the press has become the enemy of the people. But when they behave like this, they really are the enemy of the people because they are withholding important information that people need to determine how they should vote. So Donald Trump, once again, was proven to be right. And I think this is no different than the FBI cracking down on Twitter and really bullying them into to blocking any misinformation, what they call misinformation, which now we know turned out to be accurate involving the Hunter Biden laptop story. There's absolutely no difference between that and what they're doing now. No, there really isn't. Uh, in fact, some ways this could be deemed as worse because they could always say, well, Hunter Biden was the son of the uh, president-to-be, the son of the then-vice president. He wasn't running for office. Therefore, we shouldn't go after the family member. I think they had every reason to, to investigate because of the uh, 10% going to the big guy and Biden having repeatedly said he had no idea what his son was doing in business, had nothing to do with it. We know that's a lie. But give him the give him benefit of the doubt. wasn't about Hunter. This isn't about Hunter. This is about classified documents ending up in Joe Biden's garage. It's about them ending up in his house. It's about uh, his own lawyers getting a chance to uh, determine which ones they're going to let go of. Donald Trump's lawyers weren't even allowed on the property when the FBI sent 27 highly armed FBI SWAT team agents to his home, took his passport, rummaged through Melania's closet, looking at all her clothes. For what purpose? I have no idea. And then virtually acted like that the end of the world was near because Donald Trump had some boxes under lock and key at Mar-a-Lago. And apparently the third batch was found in, in the gas gas stove of, of Joe Biden's. I, that's just the rumor. I <laughs> haven't been able uh, to verify that. That they had a gas stove and burned all these things up before this is over. They may have. I don't know. It's uh, I, I do know with the whole gas stove story and the, 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 the Democrats wanting to take away our gas stoves, there's already rumblings in Memphis, which, of course, is a home of, of barbecue. And we will secede. I, that's uh, <laughs> that's it. We're done. We're done. 
Governor, Governor Mike Huckabee on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. We're watching uh, KJP uh, evacuate the White House press briefing room at this moment. You know, Governor, when when you look at, at how all of this is playing out, uh, there's a lot of speculation, a lot of palace intrigue that this is uh, the Democrat Party saying, you're not going to be our nominee in 2024. Yeah, you know, there's been speculation that maybe this was uh, leaked out strategically to make sure that Joe Biden is so damaged that he can't run. I just don't think the Democrats are that smart. They're that mean, but I don't think they're that smart. Uh, It could be that that's what it turns out to be. But I think it's just that they got caught with their pants around their ankles. They made such a big deal about Donald Trump and documents at Mar-a-Lago. And then lo and behold, just like uh, Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner, uh, you know, the, the bomb blows up in their own face. That's what I see happening more than anything else. I want to play some audio real quick. Uh, and, and Kyle, we're going to do this in rapid succession. Let's do cut number 11 and then cut number 14. And so many young people are going to do so much more than we were able to do. What's your name, honey? It's good to see you. Maybe I can have a picture with you before I leave, okay? Is that all right? Those are the words of Katanji Drown Jackson, our Supreme Court Justice. (laughs) Oh, that's who that was. Uh, That's Biden Uh, preaching at Ebenezer Baptist Church. Yeah, you know, first of all, he wants to have another hair snipping with a young girl, and then uh, he can't pronounce the name of the person he nominated to the Supreme Court. That very justice who really couldn't tell you what a woman is, just didn't know. Um, I mean, this is a clown car. If there ever has been a clown car, there's just too many clowns in the car. It's not funny anymore. It's sad. I mean, he he went on to talk about going to the black church after going to mass in Delaware. Members of that church, Union Baptist Church, said they never they they don't recall Joe Biden ever showing up at their at their church house. And he talked about being a part of the civil rights movement uh, when, in fact, he would lunch with known segregationists on Capitol Hill during his time in Congress. I mean, it's uh, you're you're right. At some point, you you just have to say, okay, these are. These are just lies, he, and and he has no problem. I mean, you know, they had to have talked to him and said, "You got to stop this," but he keeps spewing this stuff. Well, at one point, I'm expecting him to say that he was uh, present in Parliament and uh, wrote Wilbur uh, Wilbur Willifor- Wilberforce's uh, great speech that helped to bring an end to slavery in Great Britain, uh, because Joe kind of shows up all over history. But, Incredibly amazing. Governor, what's coming up on the big show this weekend? Well, we're still working on some of our newsmaker guests. It's early in the week, but uh, Clint Black, his wife, Lisa Hartman, and their daughter, Lily, are going to be joining us for the music. It's going to be wonderful to have all three of them there. And uh, I know that we're going to have some terrific guests. We had Carrie Lake with us last week, along with Kevin Sorbo. So uh, I know it's going to be a, a great episode to buckle up and sit tight. You need to get Congressman Tim Burchett down from Knoxville. He was just on the show the last hour, and he is fired up over UFOs. And he says the government's there's a cover up. So a fascinating interview. I, I think we may have to get him, but we'll fly him in on a UFO, and <laughs> he can be in. <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, Governor, again, congratulations. We're so excited for Governor Huckabee Sanders, and I think she's going to do terrific for the next eight years there in Arkansas. 
I appreciate it, Todd. Always a pleasure to visit with you. All right, Governor Mike Huckabee, everybody, a great American patriot. Be sure to watch his show this weekend, uh, Saturday, on the Trinity Broadcasting Network. All right, we got to take a break here. And, and again, I'm, I'm curious to hear from you. How do we fix this problem? Only 16% of Generation Z is proud to be an American. What do we need to do to change that sort of thinking in America? 844-747-8868. Some big news coming from our friend David Horowitz, the best-selling author. Brand new book out called The Final Battle. And David is revealing that there is a fight for America underway. Democrats and their woke culture, a new generation uh, destroying our culture, ending our freedoms. And Horowitz says the plan is taking place in our churches, the military, and yes, our public schools. And that's why you need to be watching David Horowitz all this week on the Chris Salcedo Show as he reveals the real threat of Biden, Obama, and big media. So tune in today to Newsmax. That's the network I watch and see Chris Salcedo and David Horowitz. And be sure to get a copy of The Final Battle. By the way, Newsmax has a great free offer. All you have to do is go online to finalbattle611.com. That's finalbattle611.com and get your free copy of David's book today. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, let me tell you what's happening here in Memphis, and it's a powder keg. So, on January 7th, the Memphis Police Department pulled over a guy. His name was Tyree Nichols. We don't know exactly what happened, but there was some sort of an initial confrontation with Mr. Nichols and the police department, and the guy takes off running. Police catch up to him, and there is another confrontation. Guy starts complaining of chest pains. He's 28, 29 years old. They rush the guy to the hospital, and a few days later, he dies. And there are a lot of questions. The The problem with with the city of Memphis, they do not have a good, a good communications mechanism. So the information coming out is not has not been helpful. So now you've got uh, protests and marches underway. The guy's funeral is today. The family released a photograph of Mr. Nichols in the hospital, and it looks like he's been hit by a truck. I mean, it's pretty awful. Now, we have no way of verifying if this 
uh, uh, we have no way of verifying the authenticity of the photograph. And one of the things that that we do on this radio program is we will not speculate, and we wait for the information. So now the they're telling us that, and people have been asking for the body cam footage. I think that's a legitimate request. So there are a couple of things here. We need to know two things, two things. Why did this guy run, and what did the police do once they captured him? That's all. We've got a powder keg here because now the, the police and City Hall are saying, well, we can't release the body cam footage because there's an investigation. Now they're saying they're probably going to be able to re- release it sometime over the weekend. Great. So they're going to release this video on a weekend. Again, thinking about this, this is a very, very bad situation. And now City Hall and the police department are coming out, and it looks like they're trying to throw the cops under the bus by saying they're going to be subjected to some sort of disciplinary procedures, but the investigation has not been completed yet. So the issue I have here is we're dealing with one side that is advancing a narrative, and we don't know if that narrative is true or not. They're accusing the police department of pulling an Emmett Till. That's how volatile this thing is, is getting. So it seems to me that City Hall ought to be able to hold a press conference and say, okay, here's, here's, what we, here's what we can tell you. Because right now they're not telling us anything. And it's been days. Again, this happened on January the 7th. And you would think that Memphis would look at some of these other cities and realize this is a bad move. I say let's release the body cam footage. And what – and they're going to push back and say, well, we're still investigating. What is there to investigate? Show us the footage, and we can see it for ourselves. That's all. But they're originally, and, and, and this is where I'm raising a little bit of a question. They originally told us, the police did, that there was a uh, confrontation. Okay, well, what was the confrontation? Because what I see in that hospital bed, again, we have no way of knowing if, in fact, but every TV station in the market, every newspaper in the market has been going with this photograph. If that photograph is real, that doesn't look like a confrontation to me. So did did Mr. Nichols attack police? Was there some sort of an altercation where he was lunging for the police officers and the police officers were defending themselves? Because I'm telling you, on this radio program, we always err on the side of the police. Because they're the ones that are out there putting their lives on the line. But the way the police department and the way City Hall is handling this, it is not helping things. It is not helping things. So do not be surprised. I know CBS News has picked up the story. Uh, We're going to start seeing the national media here, and it's probably going to get ugly. And it didn't have to be that way. But when you've got a when you've got a powder keg of a situation, you have the mainstream media advancing the family's narrative, and that's what they're doing because the family they're the only people out there talking. And now you've got the attorneys involved, the NAACP. By the way, one of the interesting things about the NAACP, they never ever defend the police. You got a black police officer get shot and killed, you won't hear anything from the NAACP. That's just the way they operate, and that's pretty pathetic in my estimation. So anyway, I, I all that to say, this is an ugly situation, 
And I'm telling you, this could have all been resolved in just a matter of 48 hours of sitting down and figuring out what happened. But I would like to know, and the city says, well, look, uh, there. this guy had no criminal record. He was just out, got pulled over by an unmarked car. There were not police officers in uniform. They were wearing hoodies, and the guy thought he was being carjacked. May I just say, as a citizen of Memphis, okay, I can actually buy that because we are dealing with an outbreak of carjackers in the city. But again, the police won't confirm, won't deny that they're just not saying anything. And I'm telling you, folks, it is going to be a very dangerous situation if Memphis City Hall doesn't get their act together. So let's get the information out there. If the police if the police screwed up here, we need to know it and they can deal with that. If this guy was attacking the police officers and trying to run away and escape, guess what? The family's going to have to deal with that. It's a tragedy all the way around. All right, we got to get out of here. A lot going on. Hey, head over to the website, toddsterns.com. Download our podcast. You'll be able to listen to all three hours of our show commercial free. This is the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.